ESPN Lafayette, the best ticket in sports. Welcome back into the Great Scott Show. ESPN Lafayette joining me now as he does every Monday during football season. The head coach of Louisiana's Raging Cajuns, Coach Michael Desimo. Good morning, Coach. Um, I'd ask you how you're feeling. I know how competitive you are. It's a new week, but, um, you know, coming off of a loss, I know uh, none of them are fun, as you told me last week, right? The losses always kind of stick with you a lot longer than the wins. So how are you feeling this Monday? Yeah, I mean, you know, like we talked about last week, you, you just got you got to keep moving forward. And I think that's uh, it's a challenge sometimes because, you know, you, you get hung up on, on the last week and, and why you didn't find a way to win and why you didn't finish it out and why you didn't do those things. But the reality of it is, is you got to look back. You got to see, you know, see the mistakes that you made. You got to figure out a way to fix it so that you can win the next week. So it's, um, you know, we kind of talked about it a little bit as a, as a team said, it, it's a little bit like a 12 round fight. You know, you, you got to just stay in the fight. You got to fight the next round and you got to keep coming back. You got to make adjustments in the corner and you got to come back and fight the next fight. So, you know, we're going to keep doing that. And, uh, you know, the good part about it is that, you know, every week you got a new one to move on to. So that's kind of, that's just what you got to do, man. You got to keep it plugging. You got to get to the next one. Well, I'm sure it's not fun on Mondays to, to, to rehash what unfolded a little bit with us anyway. I know you got to do it with the team this week, but after watching the tape from Saturday, uh, what what stood out more to you than anything else? And the follow-up question is, was there something you noticed that during the course of the game maybe you didn't realize, man, I, I, I didn't realize how much or how big of an impact this was having in the moment? Yeah, I mean, so we we put it all to bed on Sunday. So for us, for for me on Monday, it's ancient history to be honest with you. Um, so, you know, by the time we get to media and stuff on Monday, it's kind of we've already we've already done all that and moved on. But you know, the the biggest thing is, I mean, just the mistakes that we made. That you know, it's just you haven't seen them in practice. You really some of them shoot you've never seen guys make, and and that's that's frustrating. You know, as a coach, you sit down, and you say, okay, well. What can we do to put our guys maybe in some more adverse situations? What can we do to put them in, in pressure, meaningful situations in practice and try to simulate what happens in the game? And, and that's what you always have to do as a coach is you've always got to look in the mirror and say, well, you know, if we're making this mistake, then there's certainly there's a reason that, that we are. Um, you know, I, I think it wasn't so much. We've got our staff does a good job in game of, of giving in game analysis of what's happening, you know, especially from upstairs and, that stuff was pretty good, you know. Really, uh, when we turned the tape on it, it matched up what was going on out there. Uh, offensively, you know, for us, it was the movement up front is something that we've got to we've got to continue to get we got to get better we got to get it fixed because that's that's the thing that's given us trouble, particularly in the last two games running the ball is the movement and you know people are going to continue to do it as it shows up on tape. So we've got to do a great job. We've got to handle the movement and the combinations changing on the run. Uh, you know, defensively. I mean, they had 164 yards offense on two plays, so you, you got to limit the big plays. You got to you got to stop the bleeding a little bit. But you know, our defense really has played well from the beginning. They've been put in some tough situations, you know, whether it be by the offense or special teams this past week. So, um, you know, a lot of the things that I thought were happening in the game, you know, you turn on the tape and it was, and it's the things that. You know that that we've some of it stuff we've been working on, and, and unfortunately, you know, some of it was some new issues that popped up. So, you know, the, the the special teams, you know, issues that we had. Those I haven't seen Eric Garrett drop a ball since 
you know, Georgia Southern in 2019, you know, and you got some of these other things that, you know, snap issues and stuff like that, that haven't shown up, you know, since fall camp started. So it's a, it's a team that's got to learn how to win together and that's where we're at. And so we're going to keep working hard together and we're going to figure this out. Um, and, and we'll end up, we'll end up having a good team by the time it's all said and done right now. We show flashes of it, but, but you got to do it consistently to, uh, to be, to be any good. Coach Mike Desimo, our guest, ESPN Lafayette, you, you talked about, I guess, the critical errors um, after the game. You said, uh, gosh, I don't have the exact quote in front of me. I think it was, you got to execute in critical situations. We didn't do it again. When you have the self-inflicted wounds, you know, when you lose a game, they get magnified. When you win, at least from the outside, they don't. But the timing of them, you know, uh, means so much. And, and, you know, it felt like on Saturday, Coach, the timing of them were... They were, they were, when they happen in those moments, they just get magnified. And uh, if you clean up a couple of, as the late great big Dave Thibodeau would call them, SIWs, if you clean up, you know, if you eliminate a few of those, the, the end result is different on Saturday. You know, it's, it's like, I guess what I'm getting at, yeah. coaches, do you feel like there's a, there's a big fix to be at here? Do you feel like there's just a couple of things you need to clean up before you guys can really, as you said, start learning to win together? I think it's a couple of things you need to clean up to find a way to win. And then I think as you do that, then you continue to make progress where you, you, you play better and you win the way that you want to win. Right. But the number one thing is always finding a way to win the game. And, you know, we, we're, it's not about style points or anything like that. It's about trying to find a way to close it out. And, you know, as a team, it, it, you can't relax in the middle of the game. You know, when it, when you have a lead and when you have things, you, you've got to continue to play with your foot on the gas. And, you know, we're going to continue to call it aggressively and we're going to continue to try to, to try to score points and set things up to do that. And on defense, certainly to stop them. Uh, but, but you can't, you can't let off the gas, you know, you got to keep your foot on it and you got to keep trying to push and keep trying to put the game out of reach. And for us, you know, again, it, it comes down to those things. And I said, it, it it's, it just it is what it is in critical situations you have to execute you know we had two drives that we got the ball inside the 30 and we get nothing out of it on offense uh, you know it's it's things like that it, it's it's everyone doing their job everyone on this team has a job to do and you know that's coaches players staff everyone included everyone on this team's got a job and it is vital to us having success and everyone's got to do their job to the best of their ability on command basically they got to do it when it's time to do it and they've got to execute. So, you know, for all of us, it's really just about, we've just got to go back every day and you just got to fix the things that show up. And it's a lot of little things, but it's a lot of little things, you know, so it's a big thing. Um, I just, I just really feel like this team's closer than what, than what it looks like. You know, this team is a lot closer than what it looks like. And, and for us, you know, I mean, there is no consolation prize. There's no moral victories. Um, You know, we expect to win. And we're good enough to win. And so, you know, as a coach, that's our job and that's my job to uh, to get these issues fixed and to go out there and to go play to the level where we can win football games. So, um, you know, like I said, everyone's got a job to do, and, and that certainly <laughs> includes myself uh, more than anyone. So this week it's just let's get back to work and let's, let's fix these things and let's go find a way to get back in the win column this week. Coach Michael Desimo, our guest, ESPN Lafayette, best ticket in sports. I'm Scott Prather. Um, Reese Burns took blame for the botch punt, your punter. He said the alignment was off. I'm going somewhere with this, though. He said he hated seeing on social media that Connor uh, Milleron was, was getting a lot of the blame. And 
I'm not making this about Reese. He's he's a great kid. Um, he's very active on social media, and you know he's he's donating to a charity. I mean, just a, just a great young man. What I want to expound mm-hmm. on, Coach, is he's talking about social media, right? And I know this is something that you know back when you played. I mean, there was Facebook, but it was it was very different, right? Very different than it is now. All of social media. Yeah. Um, you know, you, you got a lot of guys in that locker room that have mainly seen a lot of love and praise over the last calendar year because there's there's a lot of wins last year and 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 you and I have talked a little bit about social media in the past, but how how do you is it something you need to talk to your team about about look, stay insulated right now in this locker room because look, when things are good, you don't want to buy too much into that stuff. When things are bad, you don't want to buy too much into it. Like there's I guess there's a balance to it all, but how do you approach your players and making sure that they're, they're not, I guess, dwelling too much on what they see online whenever times are, are good or like right now when, you know, when there's, there's, you know, back-to-back defeats? Well, one of the things that as a team that we talk about that's, you know, truthfully one of our, one of our core values is just ignore the noise, and, and it doesn't matter if it's good or bad. Anything outside of this building really is irrelevant and you know i i say that because we live in a world where people everyone's got a voice whether it doesn't matter what you know or don't know none of it really matters everyone's got a voice because of social media and then it's all the way that people feel live in the moment in live time so you know, I don't understand why, but it's just the way it is. Adults will be on a social media platform, and they're going to tell the world exactly how they feel in that moment all the time. I feel so whatever, and it's it's baffling a little bit. Um, but it's just the world that we live in. So for our kids, you know, we've talked about it from the beginning. And, you know, uh, yeah, people in the off season were talking about all this stuff that was, you know, they were, they were talking about how great it's going to be and all these things. And, it's never that great. It doesn't matter. You know, last year, whenever we, we lost to Texas and then we get off to a good start, it, it still it wasn't good enough. We still weren't good enough. And so that's the thing that we've talked to our team about is really the people outside of this building don't matter as far as their opinions go. Um, and I tell them all the time, you can't concern yourselves with the opinions of people that, that aren't in it with you. Um, they just they don't know. And so for us, Believe me, we got plenty to work on without having to worry about outside distractions. And certainly people are going to say what they want to say, and fans have the right to react the way they want to react. And you know, like I said Saturday night, I mean, we're not happy with the way we're playing right now either. So I get it. Uh, but, you know, for our kids, they it certainly can't they can't let outsider opinions and things like that, they can't let that dictate their value to this football team and the type of football team that we have and can have. Um, that's up to us to decide. It's not up to social media or the media or anyone else to decide. We've got to go out there and put in the work every day, and we've got to decide what kind of team we're going to be. Um, and all the rest of that stuff is just outside noise. Your quarterback's coach, Chandler Fields, I thought his, his play was improved Saturday from the previous week. Overall, how did you feel about uh, the quarterback performance of, of both your guys? Yeah, I thought they both played better, you know, which was good. Um, you know, certainly, uh, you know, a quarterback is just is that type of position, you know, whenever you end up not winning, there's always, you can always find a hundred things that, oh, if we'd have done this, you know, so it's always tough. But, um, no, the, the play was much better. Um, I thought those guys, 
you know, they're, they're competitive now. I mean, both of them, they, they are super competitive and, uh, you know, they, they go out there and they, they fight for their team and they, they, they play the game the right way. So, um, you know, I was proud of them the way that they bounced back. Cause I really didn't think we played very well, uh, as the quarterback position, um, in rice. And so for them to bounce back against you Monroe and come out and compete and play a lot better. I was, I was really, I was proud of them for that. You said, you know, to me, I guess back uh, in August, you didn't necessarily want to have a, a two-quarterback system, but both players, their play since last spring altered that a little. I mean, I, I got it's kind of an obligatory question I have to ask you every week, but still still all the same on the quarterback front as far as the way you guys have been utilizing the two? Um, you know, so last week against Monroe, we, we played Ben a little bit more than we had. Um, I decided to go every third series. Um, just felt like, you know, he played a little bit better than Chandler the, the previous two weeks and, um, you know, and just needed to play him a little bit more because if Chandler didn't play well against Monroe, then, you know, maybe we were going to have to go a little bit more that direction. But, you know, Chandler did play pretty well, so we just kind of went with every third series. And, yeah, you know, this is definitely not the world that I saw us living in, um, you know, with Chandler with with being you know two to one series i I didn't think that's the way it was going to work out didn't want it to but um you know just that's just kind of where we're at right now and i think both of them have played well in that um you know and every week you reevaluate it and you kind of see where you're at and certainly this week you know the same thing we're gonna you know we're gonna continue to evaluate it and see where we're at and try to find out who gives us the best chance to win and um, you know, we hadn't, both those guys got banged up a little bit. I mean, I say banged up, I mean, they had a physical football game, so, um, I think they'll be fine, but you know, we haven't done anything physical yet. So we haven't even put on pads yet to Tuesday. We'll make sure that everybody's good to go physically and we'll continue to move forward and evaluate it. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, nothing, you know, right now we're still moving forward the same way. And, you know, I mean, both of them are playing, playing well, and hopefully they'll both continue to play well. So in a nutshell, essentially it's, it's a week to week thing but it's also based on like the last year, right? Like it's not, it's not so much in the moment week to week, you'll make that decision. And some of it will be based on health and everything else, but it's also just based on a total body of work. Cause I know you like to say, it's not going to be one thing here or there as we approach this situation. It's going to be a combination of everything. Yeah. I mean, you know, the way that we decide to go into the game is pretty much the way we decide to go in the game. You know, if it's every third series or kind of whatever we're doing, I talk to them and let them know. And that's the way we do it. It's not a, it's not an emotional feeling. It's not a, I mean, that's, you know, it's just not, not the way that I, that I like to do it. And I don't want to handle the quarterbacks that way. I think if you do that, then, you know, they, they can rattle their confidence. If they know this is the plan, this is how we're doing it. then you know, that's where we're at. And, you know, certainly at the end of the game, if, if there's a, if you're having some issues then maybe you change it up a little bit, to try to win the game at the end of the game. But yeah, I mean, you know, every week it's, it's like anything. I mean, you know, guys compete every week for positions everywhere. Um, I said it last week. I mean, no one asked who's starting that field in every week, you know, it's just quarterback positions, just got that kind of people just attracted to it. And that's the one that people care about the most for whatever reason. So, um, you know, I mean, it's really the same though. Those guys, I mean, they work hard for it and they've, they've put in a lot of work to go do it. And, um, you know, I mean, Chandler has, has started for us and really played well in most games. So, you know, we just gotta, we just gotta keep, you know, keep evaluating and keep trying to get better and keep trying to, 
put the best guy out there that helps our team to win. No doubt. ESPN Lafayette. I think just by nature of the position, right? A lot of us feel like it's the most important position in, in sports. Um, and when saying that, you know, I hope it, I don't want it to come across as diminishing the entire football team, right? Because everyone plays a part. And if one thing is out of sync, it, it, it can, you know, it, it can throw it off. You know, there's, there's a synergy to the team, but I just think the way that that position and it's, and it's, it's been altered over the years and, you know, it's always been super important, but as you know, coach, the games evolved a little bit and, um, you know, I remember back when you played, I mean, quarterback was, was the number one talking point on game days too. When people would call in, they wanted to talk about Jerry or you or, you know, Connor or Brad or Chris or whoever. It's always, it's always going to be that way. And, um, you know, I appreciate you answering the question every week because I'm sure I'm sure I have to ask you about the quarterbacks again next week. Oh well, I mean, look, it's part of it, and and I and I totally get it. I mean, you know, whenever I say that, I, I didn't mean that in any kind of way towards you either, Scott. I mean, you and I have talked about it plenty. Um, sure. I just I just think that for the quarterbacks, you know, I mean, it's evolved so much, and even more so, they have a decision to make on every single play. Um, even most run plays, there's not, there's not many plays where they don't have an option to, to throw the ball in an RPO or to pull it and run it or, or whatever the case may be. So, you know, I mean, I, I get it. And, and I certainly understand the interest in the position. And, you know, I think for whenever you have, whenever you have two guys that do play, um, even if it's a starter in a part-time role, you know, people are still going to want to ask. And, and certainly, you know, again, you know, outsider's perspective, whenever you watch it, you know, you may feel, well, this guy played better than that guy or vice versa. Um, and, you know, feel like there's things that you're supposed to do and, you know, maybe this guy should be playing. So, I mean, I completely understand it. But, uh, you know, for us, it's the quarterback position certainly is a big piece of it. But like I said, everyone in this building, everyone in our within our organization has a role to play. And it's very important. And, you know, the, everyone from the quarterbacks to the, you know, I mean, Everyone from the quarterbacks to our training staff to equipment managers and coaches and everyone in between, we're all, you know, I ask them all. We just got to try to do our job just a little bit better to help this team win. Last thing um, on, on the offense, Coach, you, you spoke about the, the running game and the offensive line earlier and, you know, the need to improve on, on all the movement. What Could you just expound on it a little bit, what goes into that and, and why you feel like that's a, a big key moving forward? Yeah, so in the run game, you know, you identify who you're working to at the second level and you call out combinations to get there, right? And, and everyone's got a different way that they call it, you know, guard, center guard, guard tackle, tackle tight end, backside uh, guard, backside tackle. Everyone's got a different way they call these combinations to get to the second level. And and what I'm saying when I say movement, um, you know, for people that, that maybe don't, don't understand it, um, they're teams are or run game or stunting against us in the run game so they're moving the front they're switching gaps and they're gap exchanging where the end comes inside and the backers loop out or vice versa um and so what happens is you know you line up on the front you identify it you make the combination call to get where you want to go and then on the snap it moves um the d line the linebackers they stunt right and they get into different gaps so then all of a sudden on the run uh you know uh a center guard combination might turn into a center guard and tackle combination on the run because the front all moved and everyone switched gaps. So those are the things that, that, that we've got to continue to work through. And, 
you know, and Jeff and Bryant Ross, you know, they're, they're really good football coaches. Uh, they work really hard at it. Um, they've got, you know, did a phenomenal job with us last year and got there, you know, as uh, just took some time to get to that point. Uh, and this group is really no different, you know, up front, even though we have some older guys by classification, it's still some guys that have not played a ton of snaps, but certainly haven't played a ton of snaps together. And, you know, I say it all the time. It, it's, you know, we, we have a saying around here that, that we've been saying for, for the last, you know, five years, you know, five equals one. And that's, that's what makes the offensive line so special is it, it's, it's one mind, you know, they're moving as one. It, it's, they're all on the same page and, you know, and for the most part, those guys do a good job. They communicate really well, but there's still a lot of things that, that they have, that they've got to figure that they haven't seen yet, you know, and haven't done as a collective group that, that we're working through. And look, Running the ball comes. The quarterbacks need to throw it better. The receivers need to catch it better. You know, it sounds silly, but it makes it a lighter box. The running backs have to press the runs. You know, the tight ends are for us are certainly huge. You know, and huge have a huge involvement in the run game. So, got to play better on the edge. I mean, it, it's when I say that it's not just the O line. It everyone involved in the run game's got to do a better job. You know, and so. Um, I've got to do a better job, make sure I got us in, in good play calls, right, where we have advantages, uh, where our kids can see the identifications, where they can know what's coming. And I've got to try to formation it where we're not uphill and make sure that we're in good looks. And so, again, you know, when you say everybody, it's everybody. And, uh, you know, that, but that's what I mean when I say we've got to work through the movement. Uh, that's what happened the last two weeks. And those teams, they do move a lot. They do stun a lot. But our league is kind of like that. Um, it's not a stagnant league. Um, it, it's a league where you got a lot of moving parts on defense, a lot of pressures, a lot of movement. So, you know, we just got to continue to work it. We got to continue to handle it. And uh, that's one thing I know about our guys is we're not scared of the work. South Alabama coming in Saturday, coach. I know it's homecoming. That's, there's a lot of, you know, fun things that surround homecoming from the outside for you guys. It's another conference football game and it's against, an opponent that, you know, they're a one-point loss at UCLA from being undefeated this year. Now, I'd be lying to you if I said I've watched a lot of South Alabama. And I respect Coach Womack. I know they've they've been building over there. They've been improving year to year. Um, but I've, you know, I've read about their performances. I've I've seen some highlights. But what stands out to you about this team? And I know there's still a lot of work to be done between now and Saturday. But a, uh, a really... Good opponent coming to Cajun Field on Saturday for homecoming. Yeah, I mean, they're a good football team. Uh, you know, I I felt that way last year. You know, um, ability-wise, that group, they've even before, you know, Coach Womack got there last year, even before that, they, they've always had a lot of ability. Uh, and last year, they were a team that had to learn how to win. They lost. I mean, you just look at the stretch that they lost to us on a chip shot field goal in a game that they came back and really, you know, I mean, really should have won in the end. Um, they lost to Texas State, I think, in double or triple overtime. Uh, they, they just had, you know, they had a bunch of games like that last year where they just, you know, had to find a way to, they had to learn how to win together. And this year they are. They're putting it together. Uh, in UCLA, certainly that wasn't a fluke. You know, they went out there and they played UCLA. They went toe-to-toe and, and really probably should have won the game in the end. So, um, it's a talented football team. Uh, I have not watched much of their defense yet, uh, much of their offense yet. Uh, I'll do that this morning and meet with our defensive staff. Uh, but, you know, watching them, you know, and knowing what they like to do, 
They like to they like to take shots off of the run sets. Uh, they've got talented receivers that are coming back from last year. Uh, quarterback throws the ball well. They've had a lot of success through the air. Uh, certainly, you know their offensive coordinator is a guy that's you know well respected in college football, and he knows what he's doing. He's got a good plan for it. Uh, they're able to mix it up, run and pass a little bit, uh, and, and really, like I said, they've got a good plan. You know they've got they've got their 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 run sets set up the passes and vice versa. Um, defensively, I mean, they are really good up front. They've got a really good front seven. Their D-line linebackers can really play. Their cornerbacks can test everything. Um, they're long. They can run. Um, they're built the right way on defense. And, you know, uh, Kane is, is a he's a really good defensive mind in and of itself. You know, I mean, we played against him when he was a D.C. at South Al before he went to Indiana, and he's really good at what he does. Uh, and you can tell he's got some influence on that defense and the way that he calls it the way that it's called, but, you know, they've got a good football team. And for us, it's going to be a heck of a challenge. You know, they're the best team that we've played so far this week, this year. And I've said that every week, but it's true. Um, It's kind of built up all the way, you know, up until this week. And so, you know, for us, we're going to have to go out there. We're going to have to be on our A game. Um, They are going to move the front. They are going to plug backers. They are going to do those things. They're not going to give you easy throws on the outside. Um, We're going to have to protect well in the pass game. We're going to have to handle the movement up front. Uh, and certainly on special teams, you know, we got to get back to, to doing the things that we do. And we had a chance to really dominate the special teams phase against Monroe. And, uh, you know, we just, we, we didn't execute at the level that we, that we're accustomed to executing at. And, and those things are, those things are things that are always disappointing in hindsight, but you got to get it fixed for the next week. You know, special teams, we've got good players there and good scheme. Uh, we got to, got to win in that phase. So, you know, for us, there's there's a lot of work to do this week. Um, really good opponent, and I and I don't mean any don't mean anything by it when I say this, but it's never about the opponents, about us. It's always about us. We've got to prepare to go play our game, and you go out there, and in the end, if you go play good football and you play the way in a way that you're proud of, if you end up coming up short, you can live with that. Uh, the last two weeks, though, we just haven't played to the standard that we want to play at, and. That's the thing that we got to get back to is playing our standard, playing our type of football, uh, and playing playing with the playing with a little bit of confidence and swagger that we know. Hey, look, we can go out there and we go play well. We'll win the game, but we got to play well for four quarters. Last thing, coach, it's the the weather forecast for Saturday looks incredible. It's homecoming. Yep. It's a big opponent. Uh, what is your message to the Cajun fans for uh, just? In general, and in particular for this Saturday's game, and then we'll let you run. You know, my message to our fans is this. You know, our kids deserve, they deserve the support. You know, our kids, they work extremely hard. Um, we're a work in progress, you know, and we've got to, we've got to make progress. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Uh, but, you know, these kids are worth supporting. You know, no matter how you feel about 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 the way things are happening, about, about the, you know, you know, play calling, coaching, whatever the case may be. Uh, the kids, our players are special, man. They're, they're great kids and they deserve the support from our fans. And, you know, they play foot, they play hard and they play football the way that it's supposed to be played. They go out there and they give everything they've got for the Cajuns every week. And they're going to do the same thing this week. Homecoming's always special. I think, um, not not the events and things that go with it, you know, when you talk about the football team, but the fact that you're honoring the people that have been here before us, that have that have laid the foundation down for us to be where we are today, to have the things that we have today, and to be in the position we are. Um, it's always important. 
to go out there and to go represent the things that, that those guys help build. And, you know, people say it all the time, but football is, it's, it's really, it's a, it's a brotherhood and it doesn't matter when you played, you know, for the, the, the guys that played here in the, in the seventies and the sixties and, you know, all the way through up until now, um, you want to go out there and you want to, you, you want to play in a way that, that, that honors what they've done and, and show a little gratitude for the things that they've done to help us get to this point. So um, I think homecoming always, always means a little bit more in that, in that aspect of it. You know, all the other stuff is, is for everybody else. You know, uh, you know, our job is to go, go win a football game for homecoming and, and make it memorable that way. Um, so, you know, tell the Cajun fans, man, just keep showing up, keep supporting them. This team, we, we've we've got what we need to get where we want to go in the end. Uh, we got to make some progress, you know, right here pretty quickly. But uh, we got the right kind of kind of kids in that in that locker room, and we got the right kind of people in this building that are going to continue to work and and get this thing on track and get it somewhere that that we're all proud of in the end. Coach Michael Desimo has been our guest, Louisiana Raging Cajun football coach. Cajuns taking on South Alabama homecoming this Saturday. Coach, uh, win or lose, man, I always appreciate your time, your insight, and uh, just talking ball. And, uh, again, appreciate the time, and I know you got a lot of work to do. I'll let you get back to it. Thanks, Scott. we definitely got a lot of work to do. We're going to get to it. <laughs> All right, man. Appreciate it. All right. All the best. Bye. Coach Desimo.